Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. No one ever thinks about the boobies on the decks. They're drinking and they're partying and having lots of sex. They cook and clean and serve the rich with a smile all day. But when the richies leave the ship, the yachties get to play. Yo, 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 yo. We're heading up the gangplank and going down below. Bravo! Hey, gang. Welcome back to Gangplank Report. This week, Adrian is on charter in the Caribbean, lucky girl, and Tiffany is in the middle of her move that she told you about. So we decided to do something a little different, and we're doing a super fan takeover. And today I have with me my buddy from the UK. You guys know him from Twitter as King Willie, and we know him as Roy. Thank you so much for doing this, Roy. Thank you for having me, Jen. Hello, everyone. And shame Adrian's away and Tiff's moving. So uh, wish him luck and uh, let him you don't s- need you know, luck. slot I, in here. <laughs> I needed someone who would make me laugh and who had great insights on the show. And you were kind enough best. to be my knight in shining armor. And even though my <laughs> accent sucks, hello, love. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good impersonation. Well done. <laughs> no, but it's a, it's a pleasure to come back and help you out on this. Oh, I appreciate so it. I look so. forward to it. Okay. Well, we're going to get you started off with, you're going to help me name the show. Okay. We're covering Below Deck Season 9, Episode 11. They called it Should Have Joined the Navy, which was a phrase that Eddie had said because the guest spent 30 years in the Navy. We have three choices for you. Okay. Okay. The first one is brushed under the sofa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy, yeah. Yeah, exactly. The second one is repercussion. Mm. And the third one is Heather Intolerant. I like Heather Intolerant, actually. Okay. <laughs> I think that speaks waves from most of the viewers who aren't too fond of Heather, I'm afraid. <laughs> okay, well, and it speaks to Melissa last night at the dinner table, too. So <laughs> we'll get into that. That's it. Oh dear. But first, let's get the rapid recap out of the way so we can fill everybody in who either isn't watching or who just needs a refresher course. So, okay. Fraser is happy that Jake and Raina stopped before completion. They hold a preference sheet meeting, and the new guest is Tony Thornton. He spent 30 years in the Navy. And the guests have quite a few allergies, and Captain Lee tells them to highlight those in the meeting. Heather finds out that Kaylee will be joining them during this charter. Fraser's worried about the change in dynamics with Kaylee coming on. Jake confesses to his fiance Paris about Raina. 
Eddie gets the chance to take the boat off the dock. Captain Lee asks Eddie what's up with Raina, and Eddie mentions the eye roll, but not what prompted it. Heather offers up a vow renewal to the guests without asking Captain Lee, and he's heated. Wes and Raina lunch at the same time, and no one has eyes on the jet skiers. Cap is upset that Eddie is doing the menial tasks. There's a sit down with Captain Lee, Jake, and Eddie, and Captain Lee lays down the law. No eye rolls, no headphones, no texting. Get it done. At dinner, guest Melissa is displeased that there was cheese touching the lamb and Claudia didn't have a food option. Melissa refuses to eat the rest of the meal even after the changes are made. Cap wants Eddie to find out the origin of Raina's attitude and Eddie still doesn't fess up that he knows. Eddie tries to give Raina a moment to shine, but it backfires and she winds up in tears after Lee complimented her. And that's your rapid recap. All right. That's a lot to digest. Ooh. What were your first impressions of the episode? What did you think? If you had to give it an overall theme, what do you think they were trying to go for here? Ooh. I think on this one here was trying to actually show that Heather's got her managerial skills down to a T by bringing her friend Katie. The way she did it at the table in the crew mess. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really professional, the way she just drops it on Fraser. Exactly. A new person's coming in, and it's my friend, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that has made the Fraser slightly, how do you say it, not too happy, but also insecure. That's the word, insecure now. Exactly. Uh, so, mm-hmm. so looking ahead now, I think we're going to see some shenanigans going on between the two blondie girls and Fraser. Trust yeah. me. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think the way that she handled it when he was just sharing his thoughts with, I think it was Jake and Raina at the table with them. Yeah. When he was sharing his thoughts with them and she comes bounding down the stairs and just full of attitude. I mean, I watched, watch what happens live last night. And Frazier said that Heather had told him nothing about this. Not that she had even offered up her resume to Captain Lee. So he really was blindsided and he thought that they had a friendship. So it's kind of understandable why he would be tense if she had not even said, oh, I have this friend in Florida and I passed her CV along. Yeah. I mean, if you look at Heather now, she's like a little lamb bouncing around for the glee because she's having a friend come on board now. And Mm -hmm. because she's like orchestrated it for Captain Lee saying, hey, look how good I am. I'll get a CV to you. I know this person, blah, blah, blah. And now she's coming on board. Heather's attitude is like, I'm Queen Bee now. You mm-hmm. do what I say. Right. And like you said, when she's like coming down the stairs, you know, to the crew mess part and saying, what, you don't want help? Well, you're getting help. You're going to have it, you know, and that's it. <laughs> and I'm like going, ooh, dear me. You know, we're seeing another side of Heather now, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. And did it seem to you like they were cutting a lot to Fraser working his tail off and her kind of just chatting it up with Rachel or setting a table here or there, but not really the kind of volume of work that he was putting out. We saw him in the laundry room. We saw him doing cabins. And then she got snarky about thinking the cabins were already done. Mm. The morning that the guests were going to arrive, he said, oh, there's a few touch-ups I want to do. And she goes, well, get on those. I thought those were done already. <laughs> yeah, like- she's really showing herself. So like saying, you know, 
I am boss now. You do what I say. I'll do as minimal as possible and drive you into the ground like a slave. And poor old Fraser, he's really working hard. And, you know, you can see him as well when he's uh, doing his stuff. He's talking to himself. Mm-hmm. You know, just bitching about bits and pieces and stuff like that, which, you know, he's entitled to. I would be as well if someone told me to do everything. And, and you see him just prancing about in the galley and chatting away to Rachel and giving high fives and giving little bum slaps or whatever like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> best of buddies. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing next week's one and what transpires from there. So we'll when Kaylee gets there. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jake's already priming. He's like, oh, she's a fun girl. And Rain is like rolling her eyes again. <laughs> Jake is just a dog. I'm telling you what. Well, the way they made it out last week, the porno, uh-huh. the night vision porno, the so gross. out private uh-huh. parts, they didn't actually do it, did they, apparently? Apparently That's not. That's what they're saying. That's what they said. Hmm. Um, watch what happens live. Fraser thinks that something happened, but Jake uh-huh. and Raina both swear, and she said something on Instagram, plus they both said in confessionals last night that it didn't, that it was like close, but it didn't so yeah if it did they're not fessing up to it which kind of counts as they didn't you know if mm. neither one's gonna admit it but like you said jake he is a rough old dog isn't he and he's talking to yeah. his fiance paris saying oh i love you and blah 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 he confessed he- though were you surprised to see him call her and tattle i was actually gobsmacked on that one and then she's like going, oh is it the same one that you got off with the other week or whatever and i'm like going oh my and you nearly slept with her did you or something like that i went oh my goodness me i couldn't be with someone like that honestly i really couldn't I no know. matter how open it was <laughs> yeah her reaction though really kind of made me feel like he was telling the truth mm-hmm. because she stayed on the line and kept talking there was no hang up you know <laughs> I was going to hang up. You know, I was going to slam down the phone and hang up. Exactly. A whole bunch of curse words that I didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing, honestly. But but Jake, he's something else. He really is something else. He's a real, like I said, Jack Blair, the uh, wise guy type. Oh, he's, when he's drunk as well, he's just awful. And I think at the end of the program, we see his bottom again. Again. Uh, <laughs> for next week's episode oh yeah it's so tiring i'm so exhausted of it this time it looked like he had women's underwear on though i don't know i shouldn't have been looking that close i'm sorry <laughs> but i'm watching on my pc it. and it's only inches <laughs> away from my face <laughs> that's why was it a g-string or something he had on yeah it was like a red mm, lacy oh, kind of g-string thing Dear me. Uh, well, let's just rename the program not below debt, it's just below Jake's waist. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what we're going to have. That's what we should have named the episode below Jake's waist. <laughs> See, you're better at titles than me, even. Okay. Oh, and I'm sober as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm like, coffee is it this morning. It's, it's so very here, early yeah. here. <laughs> if i was drinking this early we'd have issues oh yeah (laughs) but going back to heather a little bit it Mm -hmm. wasn't just fraser that was upset with her captain lee got a little miffed at her and this is the first time i've seen him really take any kind of negative attitude Uh towards her at all this season yeah when she volunteered him vows to do the (laughs) vow renewal yeah and i didn't think that that was 
a huge deal. Although in retrospect, I can see why you'd want to ask him first before you offer that up. But they do all kinds of things. Mm. You know, you always hear like, it's a team effort. We're all working for the tip. I didn't think that it was that big of a deal. No. Did you or? I mean, if it was like Captain Sandy, she would be like Uh all for it. Straight away, great idea. Oh, yeah. White gloves, et cetera. She'd have (laughs) Pinterest pulled up with all these ideas for poems to read. and That's it. And goofy little things to do. Yep, exactly. But Captain (laughs) Captain Z's face was like, yeah, I don't really want to be doing this one here. Or would it have been a production plant, do you think, to say to Heather, hey, do this, Heather, and then immediately, even though you haven't asked them out of courtesy, to see his reaction and people going, oh, no, that's so rude of Heather. But I can see Heather actually being that sort of person saying, this is my initiative. What I say goes, if you don't like it, tough, because I'm That's a good point. I hadn't considered it like that, like that everybody's going to do what I say and she's got him wrapped around her finger kind of thing. Mm -hmm. That's a very good point. She's really throwing her, I think, I don't know, through experience or maybe she's young, being in her mid-twenties and birth commas. And uh, mm-hmm. the way she does things is like, I remember one time she called Rain Radio just to move a chair to a corner, which she could right. have done herself. Is that sort of entitlement saying, well, I'm Chief Stew now, you do what I say. Doesn't matter what department right. you are, you do what I say. And she did it last night too with mm-hmm. cutting the strawberries. Yeah, exactly. Because Rachel was asking who's going to cut the strawberries while I'm doing the crepes. Mm-hmm. And she called Raina right away. She didn't say, oh, I'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, "Oh, get Raina in here." That's another thing. Along with the people who are saying that Raina doesn't do a whole lot on the boat, Raina has been kind of a sous chef to Rachel this whole time. Yeah, not just when it's a busy charter, mm. not just when Jessica's been gone. She's been doing it since the beginning. Yeah. So she is helping out quite a bit. Raina actually likes being in the galley. She loves being, mm-hmm. she loves helping out Rachel. And she's actually happy right. and smiles. You don't see any eye rolls, any attitude or anything. She's actually really happy helping Rachel out. They should actually move her there or tell her to become a chef or something that she'll enjoy doing. But she right. really enjoys it there. You can see her bouncing and beaming, smiling and no negativity in her at all there. Hmm. And I'm not sure if it's the cooking so much or if it's that she respects Rachel so much because she did talk a lot about how she thought that Rachel was a boss yeah, and was really impressed by her. So I don't know if it's a lacking on Eddie's part that she's feeling Mm -hmm. or Jake's as far as their leadership or if it's just the task in front of her in general. Mm. I think so far, what we've seen from Rachel towards Raina when she's helping out is very positive because Rachel is actually very nice towards her, gives mm-hmm. a direction, doesn't criticize her, doesn't shout at her, doesn't belittle her. And I think that's what's encouraging Raina to shine better, to be honest with you. Right. So Rachel, you know, good on Rachel for doing that. I agree. And it's nice to see a good side of Raina where she's not upset. Mm-hmm. And we had a little bit of her being upset. Again, the eye roll... I have to admit, doesn't bother me so much because I do it all the time. (laughs) So out of of my own selfishness, I don't criticize people for eye rolls. Even my kids, when they were little, I didn't Mm. 
I knew where they learned it from, so I wasn't gonna, <laughs> I wasn't gonna criticize them for it. Um, I don't have a poker face. I have the opposite of a poker face. <laughs> so you know exactly what I feel the second I feel it. That's a, the giveaway face. <laughs> exactly. And when Eddie was in the first meeting with Captain, when it was just the two of mm -hmm. them, I kind of felt like he was going to give something up at first. And I got a little upset that he was willing to discuss the eye roll, but mm -hmm. not what prompted the eye roll when mm. that was the perfect setting. And I mean, even if what he said in articles is true and Raina mm -hmm. said she didn't want to bring it up, this is a situation where he could say, he asked me directly what happened. That's right. And he's my commander i had to tell him mm -hmm. were you surprised he didn't say anything i was i thought that was a perfect moment in the wheelhouse just the two of them together and they are very comfortable with each other because uh, mm -hmm. they socialize outside below deck as well i know that right yeah it was the exact time of superb time for eddie to come up with something mm -hmm. in front of captain lee but he didn't whether he did or not was it edited out we don't know do we yeah that's a good point but in the second conversation Captain Lee is even more prompting. He's saying things like, well, behavior like this doesn't come out of nowhere. There's something mm -hmm. that's going on. And from everything Adrian's told me, there's a lot of meetings that go on with production about uh -huh. this kind of thing while it's filming. And right. he's of the mind that this was well known that it was going on at the time, even if they weren't discussing it mm -hmm. on camera. So sure. I'm wondering if this is Captain Lee's way of either bringing it to the surface so it doesn't look like he's ignoring the topic. Does that uh -huh. make sense? Absolutely. That he knows that it's been out enough that he needs it to come to him on camera. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if it's his way of directing things a little bit in as much of a vein as he can. I'm not sure how much control, even though he's the captain there i mean he's not in charge of editing he's not in charge of bravo so i'm not sure how much leeway he has mm, yeah i mean that really is sort of like an hr issue and because he's top of the pyramid being the captain right. of the boat he should be aware of everything that happens below him and uh make sure everyone's happy i guess right. but the way like you said to bring it out like that is to basically show that he is aware of the situation right. that's going on. Uh, it's been going on for the last few episodes. And he wants to address it to get down to a deeper situation to see what's uh, triggering Raina to react like she is right. uh, on the boat. So yeah. in some way, I think that's, that's a bit of like, yes, I am showing a bit of uh, interest in it. And I should be made aware of the outcome of it. Right. But it's like not directly grabbing the bull by the horns. Uh-huh. Exactly. straight away it's a little it's just serpentine. like beating around the bush you're right uh -huh. yeah yeah it's mm. we'll have to see where it goes from here i was surprised that reina reacted so strongly to his compliment after the criticism from the day before because in my mindset i don't go to my feelings first i go to uh -huh. my logical side and it was two different things that they were being criticized for versus what they're being mm -hmm. complimented for so to me mm. it's like you can be doing a bad job here and wearing headphones or texting while you're on duty but yeah. getting complimented for bringing the anchor up makes sense to me 
But for some reason, it triggered something in her that she just couldn't stop the tears flowing. And I have had those moments where it seems like the littlest, dumbest thing that Mm -hmm. will send me off. But Mm. I was surprised a little bit by her reaction. Were you surprised that she broke down? Yeah, it's very strange. All the, I'd say, fishy she's been going on about of late. That that would be a lift me up for her, like saying, look, someone's recognized me of doing something well, and which Captain Lee complimented her for. Right. But obviously the Eddie situation is like, she feels that Eddie's like on the attack all the time, being like the father telling the daughter of her, she said when she was talking to Wes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a strange one. There's something much deeper of her. Either she's not used to having compliments, or she mm-hmm. thinks the compliments is sort of like, a, how would you say it? It's like a, a reward for being told off earlier. Right. So I don't, I don't think she knows actually where she stands half the time on the boat because she's created this into her own mind in some ways. Right. If I was at work and I wasn't doing too well and like my line manager came to me, I said, okay, yeah, I'll take that on board and this and that lot. And then you get, I don't know, the chairman comes and see you above the line manager says, well done, Roy. Well done for the job. I'll be doing cartwheels, jumping with joy, buying coffees and lunches for everyone. <laughs> but like you said, it does, it might trigger something off for some people. But for me, I love confidence especially when I used to work because I knew I wasn't in trouble (laughs) right exactly I think it's funny too that you pointed out that it's her thing with Eddie because it was Eddie who kind of brought this all up trying to make her Mm. shine and in Mm. her head she thinks that he's attacking her but he's the one trying to make her look good to Captain Lee so I wonder now that she's watching that back, if that's enough, Mm -hmm. knowing that is enough for her to get out of the feelings she's been having about Eddie. I think Rain is a quite a defensive person in general anyway. She's quite fiery, Uh uh, which is good. She stands up for herself, but she's very defensive. So I think when someone gives her a compliment, going back to what we were saying ago, she might misconstrue that as something like an attack. Right. As opposed to a compliment. Right. she's not used to having them i yeah. don't know something needs to be done she needs to address it herself and uh, i hope she does because she yeah. is a nice girl she is, she is a nice she's girl. lovely she really is i'm just trying to see all sides of her and i don't want to act oblivious i know that my biases show on the podcast mm. but when i see something i don't want to ignore it and act like a stan would where yeah. The people that they like can do no wrong. That's never going to be sure. me. Sure. I'd rather tell the whole story. Yes. Speaking of the whole story, let's get to the mm-hmm. guests. Okay. Ooh. I really enjoyed them very much. Uh-huh. They're a fun bunch. They <laughs> are a fun bunch. And I love seeing couples that are together for that long that still like each other. I think watching Bravo, we get used uh-huh. to couples that after they're married for five years are just biting each other's heads off (laughs) oh the biggest enemies going (laughs) exactly and it's cute to see this many couples that still cherish each other still have fun with each other so that was nice i mean even on the water sports they had a great time but when it came to the dinner that Mm. was where the wheels fell off the boat if a boat had wheels and i started off feeling bad for rachel and heather because i'm like mistakes can happen you're juggling 
so many preference sheets. Tony mm-hmm. himself, the primary, told them, okay, don't focus too much on their needs. Yeah. When he was having his meeting with Rachel, he was just like, I get that they have things that they want too, but don't let it sacrifice our service. And yeah. so he kind of dictated lean uh-huh. in more to us. And that's yep. what Rachel did. So I felt bad at first until mm-hmm. I think where I flipped was when Heather came back to Melissa and told mm-hmm. her what Rachel had said about the preference sheets. And yeah. never once in my life in customer service have I ever told the customer they were yeah, wrong well. <laughs> to their face <laughs> in front of their friends. That was crazy yeah. to me. That was really bad form. And I wouldn't expect that on the charter boat like that for starters. You just say, yep, swallow it. We'll get it sorted out. We're wrong. We're bad. We'll get it right from and we'll move forward on. I mean, you will all eat together. Right. You'll have the right food. And that's mm-hmm. it. Simple as that. That's what you need to do. Rather than argue with Melissa. And the, and the lady was, was getting cheesed off. She could see she was getting cheesed off. And until the point, she says, look, I don't want to eat. I can't be bothered anymore. Yeah. Um, that surprised you know, like 10, me. I, I've never given up a meal for anybody. So <laughs> that would never happen in my world. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to spite you by giving up my delicious food. Forget that. <laughs> no. Hard wait. Hard wait. You know, what else are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> okay, drive, driving McDonald's somewhere? No. no exactly. No. I mean, just give no. me the food and I'll shoot you death glares across the bow, you yeah, know, right. but I'm not giving up my food for you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like you said, when Tony had his meeting with Rachel and Heather in the galley saying, like, he's got two guests, one's shellfish, the other one's dairy, like you said, mm-hmm. don't worry too much on them, uh, like some people, you know, do, don't have any shellfish mixed with it. If it was like that, then fair enough. If yeah. it wasn't like that, then whenever. Yeah. But it was very hard for Rachel to actually, you know, do what she has to do. Cook was one person for all those people, all those different preferences. Right. But Heather really should have listened properly and they really should. And like you said, Captain Lee said, make sure you note their allergies. You know, it's right. always important because you yeah. don't know how people react to things. Um, the last thing I think they want to do is airlift someone out of a helicopter right have a shellfish allergy yeah exactly now the shellfish made more sense to me because i know that Mm. the reaction to that it can be as drastic as anaphylaxis so Mm. i knew that the lactose intolerant i'm still kind of iffy on i've never met anybody who died from eating cheese usually you just get an upset stomach you know yeah i mean i'm a lactose intolerant and i've always been like that since a young age no one can understand why ice creams anything dairy i still love because it used to give me so much flatulence i was the most popular kid in school (laughs) (laughs) and still to this day now I'll never give up uh, lactose because I, I love it so much. It, yeah. It just makes me wind, windy, and that's about it. <laughs> windy. I like that. That's so much nicer than us. You had repercussions like Heather did the next morning when she had whole milk with her cereal, which I thought was very funny. Not only that she screwed up the word, but that she had issues with the lactose after the night before. I thought that's it. that was another source of instant karma. So. <laughs> but overall i thought it was kind of a little bit of a flat episode i don't know that i like it when everybody's kind of stewing pardon the pun in their own anger and not really expressing it i think we saw a lot of build up 
towards things hmm. that are coming, but I'm not sure we had a ton of activity this episode. Is that how you felt? Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, some of the, to be honest with you, the one I just watched before we did this podcast, it didn't quite grab me. The only thing that was basically the situation in the galley with Fraser and Heather moaning about the new student coming. Other right. than that, there was nothing, nothing worth going for it, really, was there? Yeah. It wasn't much. No, it was a little bit flat. It was kind of fillery. But we'll see. Mm. Next week, we might have fireworks when Kaylee shows up. I'm interested to see how Fraser deals with her. If he tries the honey approach and tries to be sweet with her, or if he's instantly icy. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. But it seems like, I can't tell if Heather was telling the truth when she tried to set his mind at ease and said, you're the right-hand man on the boat, and I need you to be teaching her. She'll be able to learn. So I'm not sure if that was just meant to shut him up or if that's what she really intends. We didn't ever say that she worked with this uh, new student coming for eight months. Eight previous. months. Yes, in Florida. She so, did. And she kept saying that she was her second as well. Exactly. Yeah. Which was really getting on my nerves because why mm. would you use that? I mean, you can say it once. But she said, we're getting a second. Mm. I rewatched it. You know how I am with this show. I rewatched it mm. to make sure I didn't hear incorrectly. And she said, we're getting our second stew. Second. Yeah, I heard that as well. Yeah. So. It wasn't like saying A or whatever. She's saying our, like it's going to be the boat's second stew, which I thought was a little yeah. shady of her. And I hope she doesn't play those games. No, because if Fraser gets demoted the third, he's just going to go off the rails completely Mm -hmm. and uh, probably go against Heather big time. I'm already back on his side. I was off of him for a little while during Uh the whole Jessica thing because Mm. I didn't like that he traded Jessica in for Heather, but I'm already back on his side. It doesn't take much (laughs) to to get me back rooting for you. So we'll see how Heather treats him and how he reacts to it. And I may Mm. be off of him again if they both gang up on Kaylee. Who knows? But Mm. we shall have to see. Yeah, I don't know. With Heather, I don't know if she's playing up for the camera when she's in front of the camera. Yeah. I'm trying to work this one out now. I think she is big time Mm -hmm. trying to get as much camera time as possible. I agree. She's throwing her weight around for the rest of the world to see and it's not weighing too well, I'm afraid. Yeah. (laughs) Now, I think she's very camera aware. And I also think she really thinks highly of herself. So (laughs) I think it's a combination that's kind of a powder keg on a boat where you're in such close quarters together. Yeah. I would be surprised if they brought her back next year. They've surprised me before and brought people back. I was about to say that. I mean, she must be taking acting lessons from uh, the cast from Young and Restless General (laughs) Hospital because it's on par with that, isn't it? It is. It's very, she's very melodramatic. She's very, she's trying very hard to be Kate without the ability, without the wit and the life Mm. experience behind her that Kate had both. Mm. I think she's just kind of one of those young, arrogant people. I'm not writing her off for life. She still has time to grow and change, but she has to realize that she hasn't grown yet before that'll happen. So yeah. Well, you never know. Like you said, they've got all these new franchises coming out. They've got Below Deck Down Under. And right. Got Below Deck Adventure That's coming well. out here in the States on the 28th of this month. 
I don't know. Yeah. Do you get peacock in the UK? No, we have to get it through Hayley. So that's where all the Bravo stuff comes through. And uh, the only thing I watched on that was uh, Camp Getaway and Below Deck. And that was it. Yeah, Yeah, I'd I'd like to see what else they come out with. Um, Maybe we might see Heather on a new uh, franchise of Below Alabama or something like that. (laughs) You know. They would run her out. <laughs> Trust Hello, me. Hello, Dick Alabama. Yeah, <laughs> New prone for Bravo. With Captain Forrest Gump. <laughs> on the motorboat, no, it's like, Moti Yacht Marjane. Marjane. Hey, that would be my boat. Thank That'd you very much. Boat. I love that. Do you know how many people <laughs> since that movie came out have <laughs> called me Jenny like that? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you love me, Jenny? Okay. Actually, we skip it by Captain Sanday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think she's supposed to be going to Jacksonville. Wasn't she buying a restaurant right at the beginning? Yeah, of the, COVID? Oh, the old fire, the old fire station. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Bugsy doing the uh, tablescapes <laughs> and Kiko, Chef, and Lara, and everyone else. Mila, yeah, oh fantastic. Oh gosh, that, what a nightmare. Well, thank yeah, you again be. so much for doing this. We will have to see next week what happens when Kaylee gets here, but... Ooh, it'll be fun and games. I'm excited for something to happen. It's gone a little flat for me, so it needs to spice we've it up. We, yeah, we've only got a couple more episodes to go because there's only right. about one more charter after this one. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they're going to drag this one out over to next week, and we've only got a handful more and that's it then it's on right. sailing then you've got the new one coming out you? right the new one comes out the 28th sailing i think comes out in february i'll have to double check okay. the date on that so well, i can't keep up i, I know up i'm gonna have a hard things. time keeping up there's gonna be so much below deck i'm not gonna mm. know what to do with myself so it's terrible isn't it yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> I, was, I, I got i got my neighbor in watching below deck because she made me for 10 years she said to me you have to watch game of thrones i said no no no, i'm not interested in that rubbish you know so every year oh you've got to watch it you've got to watch it so i watched it one hit a decade later so that's the right my payback to you you have to watch below deck she started season two now yeah it's fantastic i yeah. said come on speed it up a bit i watch game of thrones in four and a bit days yeah did you love it did you like game of thrones i loved it so much you wouldn't believe it wasn't it wonderful yeah i was obsessed with game of thrones and i was really sad when it ended i just binged all six seasons of downton abbey in oh have you oh good lovely yeah i hadn't seen it and i didn't think that it was really my genre you know i'm horror movies yeah. zombie movies true crime sure well downton abbey is just basically the rich version of the waltons that you have in the states right <laughs> very, the very rich version of the waltons yeah Actually, I'm, I'm mentioning all these old programs for the younger listeners they <laughs> they're gonna be like what, what is about. that how old is yeah. he he looks so young <laughs> And they're saying, you know, how does he know the stuff? He's from England. (laughs) I kind of thought it was Pride and Prejudice, the extended cut. You know, that's what it felt like while I was watching it. So, all right. Well, that's funny. Let's wrap this up before people are like, what the heck are they Uh, they, they, most most of them probably signed off after the first five minutes of hearing my voice. So don't That's worry about not it. true. I bet you there are a bunch of people just listening for your accent. 
I'll just send the, the link out to my neighbors and a couple of friends and just be happy they listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true. We love you. And I'm very grateful Thank that you, you came on and Thank did you. this with me. And people, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. And Adrian will be back, should be back next week. And this week we have a great super fan. We will have that out Thursday. Other than that, thanks again for joining us and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. Special thanks to our friends who helped us create Gangplank Report. Down below music and lyrics by Angel Tweeter Frail and Terry Abbott. Performed by Lorelei of Florida. Production assistance by Michael Castaneda. Super fan intro by Blind Lawrence. Cast off me, hearties.